You're listening to Steady Picks Radio. Steady Picks is your source for industry-leading sports betting data and the latest news and information to help you bet smarter and start winning. Go to www.steadypicks.com to learn all the ways that you can listen to Steady Picks Radio and let our expert hosts help you win some money. Remember, betting is more fun when you win. Steady Picks Radio, wake up and wager. Welcome back to the show. Happy Friday morning. It's April the 21st and appreciate everybody. This is a good song for this morning. Switch it up a little bit. We might have played this one earlier in the week, but really, really good. Mo Lauda again. They're all over you know, Spotify, Apple Music. These guys are just awesome. Awesome, awesome people. I've met them a handful of times. Just really, really cool. And uh, they're nice enough to say, yeah, use use whatever song you want for the show for anything we do on, on Steady Pick. So we appreciate that greatly. Um, oh, what to get to today? So one and one yesterday. One and one. Um, just a slight, I mean, like a losing day, like point one unit, if you want to be exact on it. But it was, we, we were one and one, but it didn't break even. Uh, well, actually, I bet a little extra on the Mets. So, depending what you did on minus one or the Yankees, excuse me, minus one fifty six, I had a unit uh, or a unit and a half. Uh, so I won, you know, a little bit more, and then lost a unit on the Twins. So, depending what you did, that's kind of how we uh, got to that. But yeah, closing line value on both the the Yankees, we had big closing line value on most of the day. And then there was some buyback on the Angels, like at some point, and uh, ended with a very small CLV percentage there. Today we've got three games, three bets for today and tonight. Uh, one of which is, well, two of them are at ten o'clock tonight. So good luck. Hope hope everybody can stay up for that on a Friday night. I never can. And then I've got one at seven o'clock. We do have some day games and. And some other stuff around the MLB. But um, the general consensus seems to be that there are more people. And I haven't seen anything like this, but I would like to to look it up. What do the TV ratings look like for baseball this year so far compared to last year? Because I've got to think it's way higher. Like I've heard more people talking about how much they're watching baseball or they enjoy it or they watched it and they thought it was pretty good, and they'll watch it again. Like I think that's the biggest change, right? It's not going to change the amount of people that, like, you know, watch baseball religiously every day. I watch the Phillies every day, right? It's not going to get people to do that. What it is going to do is get people to say, okay, I watched a couple of games so far this year, maybe three or four games, and I liked them. And now, if I have the chance to watch another, or my team is playing on Sunday night baseball, perhaps, 
or maybe they're playing whatever any other day when you're able to watch it. Maybe you'll put it on. Oh, yeah, and then, by the way, maybe they're on, maybe they play a Saturday game and you say, well, I'd like to go to that game. And around and around it goes, and maybe I'll bring my kids or maybe I'll bring my friends or maybe I'll bring my dad. I don't know. You'll bring somebody. And that's how the game goes back into growth mode and away from, you know, the the declining views, the declining status that baseball had in, in the sports world. So they have done this perfectly well. Uh, just really impressed with how they've rolled out the changes and the everything else. The only change I should say that has not worked out in their favor or in anybody's favor is this whole um, checking the gloves, checking the hands of the pitchers every inning on the mound, off the mound, on the mound, off the mound. Max Scherzer got ejected from the game. And um, in like the, what, the top of the fourth or the fourth inning, right at the beginning before he threw a pitch. And uh, he got ejected. He Now he is suspended for 10 games, uh, which is just crazy. And he had a post-game interview where he talked about this. He said, look, I had sweat. I had the rosin. They asked me to go downstairs and wash my hands with alcohol. So I did exactly what they asked. I went down. The the umpire, the official, watched me do it. I came back out and he said, oh, your hands are too sticky. He said, well, it's alcohol. It dries, you know, it really dries your hands out. And then he got ejected. So it's like, it felt like they were just playing a game with him at that point. And I fully believe there is a 99% chance that he did nothing wrong. Because, guys, you got to be a moron as a starting pitcher in the MLB if you're going to try and use sticky stuff to cheat. They check it twice a game, twice an inning. Like, you are not going to hide that. They take your glove off. They check your hat. Like, you are not going to hide it. You are going to get caught. So if I'm a pitcher, I'm A, no shot am I using it. Like, just no shot. And B, I would be throwing a fit because if Max Scherzer did not do anything wrong, this whole thing was handled so poorly and it's just crap. But anyway, I saw that this morning, so I wanted to, to talk about it. But um, baseball it feels like they take a step in the right direction and not two steps backwards, but they take a step back. They take one in the right way, one to step back. Like That's just a bad look. The umpires are morons just like every sporting event, referee, umpire, official. They all seem to just get lost in the moment or lost in like the shuffle of anything that goes on. Um, that's that's always been my like opinion of referees, umpires, officials is I feel like they just get lost in the moment. Like they have no, um, I don't want to say no, they have very little or, or less self-control and self-reflection, like awareness maybe is the word I'm looking for, self-awareness, than you would expect from a, like a, a professional of any kind. Uh, just really 
I don't know. I don't know. They just seem to get like overwhelmed. They don't know what to do. You think about how they handled Scherzer, ejecting them. It's like they don't use common sense. Oh, well, Max just went down and washed his hands with alcohol, just like we asked him to. He came back up. His hands felt different. Well, no shit. They're going to feel different. He just washed them with that, put the rosin back on. Then his hands were like clumpy or I don't know. Like, it's just a joke. He did exactly what you asked. You you throw him out and you suspend him 10 games. I don't get it. And maybe more will come out that he really was cheating in some way. And then shame on me and shame on him. That's bullshit if people are trying to cheat still. That needs to be. And so let's flip that for a second. Now that I just said that. If he did cheat. A 10-game suspension? That's what he gets? Are you kidding me? A 10-game suspension? He's cheating with sticky stuff to throw fucking sliders and curveballs that are unhittable? That's a joke. Maybe even more so than this whole thing happening. Is if he really was cheating and he got a 10-game suspension? I mean... I'd be cheating too. That's all you get. Why not? If I get caught, 10 game suspension. Eh. What? He misses uh, one start. Maybe. Maybe two. Like, but probably, I mean, probably not. He would be pitching on the second start because he'd probably pitch five days in five days or something like that. That's 10, and he's back. Eh, he'll miss two starts because it's, it's 10 game suspension not a 10-day suspension. So he will miss, uh, he'll miss two starts. But still, two starts for cheating? <laughs> Come on. Like, think about that for a second. If he really got caught cheating, that's a that's a laughable suspension. If you're cheating, you're cheating and you're out. Like, it's got to be more harsh than that. Um, but you better make damn sure that he really was cheating because I'm not, I'm not so sure they can discern which is which. Anyway, that's a lot of sports talk radio that we don't generally do on this show. Uh, but sometimes I like to go down that rabbit hole and share my thoughts a little bit. I, maybe we don't do that enough, but um, I try to, you know, I stay pretty in touch with what the happenings around MLB, NBA. It's, you know, it's hard to follow everything and do these numbers and, everything else like I'm not gonna lie I don't know everything like the NBA playoffs I am so uninterested in it's not even funny besides the Sixers of course but uh I try to stay up to date with what's going on if we want to talk about that more um we can but that's where you know that's where I cut my teeth so to speak quote you know that's a corny saying, but like that's what I did in college was more sports. It wasn't betting. You know, we dropped little nuggets of betting uh, content in there, but it was really sports talk. And um, you know, so I enjoy I enjoy that side of it too. I've talked about this before. Mike Greenberg, one of my all time favorite like broadcasts personalities people in the world i'll never forget i was down in in tampa maybe 
God, probably 10 years ago now when uh, Mike and Mike was still airing. They still had the Mike and Mike show. And they were recording down in Tampa. It was the year that uh, the national championship game was was in Tampa. So whatever year that was. 2016? 15? 16? 17? 16 sounds right to me. Anyway, they were down there. They were doing all the shows from Tampa uh, while they were in town for the national championship game. I waited outside all day. Mike Greenberg was my idol. I've read his his books. He writes uh, fiction, well, yeah, fiction books, uh, like stories uh, that I've read. He's got three now, unless he released a new one in, in the last couple of years. But there were three, read them all. Like, love the guy to death. So I said, okay, he's here. I know you can sit in the audience. Like, you can go in, sit in the audience. That's cool. But I don't want to do that. I just want to see him in the parking lot when he comes out and have him sign my book. I just want to have him sign the book. So, wait outside, right? Show was super early, like 4 a.m. to 10 or 9 or something. It was really, really early. And he comes out. And what do you do? Like the typical, just moron, like starstruck. I stand there. And I end up just like, I don't even remember what I did. I think I ended up just like waving. Like, hey, Mike. <laughs> like, I don't even think I, uh, I'm not even sure what I said. You know, just one of those starstruck moments where you're like, oh, my God. He's here, and he he would 100% sign this book for me if I had asked him. There was, you know, a couple people around waiting to put him in the in his car, in his SUV, the Escalade that they pick him up in. And like, oh, he would 100% have signed my book if I had just asked, but I couldn't even find the words to do it. And that is one of the saddest things I've ever done. So sad. Three bets for tonight in baseball. First one comes at 7 o'clock. Miami Marlins plus 120 against the Cleveland uh, Guardians. Cool, that was close. <laughs> Cleveland Guardians. Braxton Garrett on the mound for the for the Marlins against Zach Plezak for the Guardians. Plezak, I have him rated really quite poorly. 139 out of 235. Uh, and it probably could be worse looking at, you know, for looking more into it with some of the advanced numbers from last year. He's really not been good. Braxton Garrett hasn't been great either, but he's been better. Miami has a better bullpen. They're slightly better hitting against righties than, than the Guardians are hitting against lefties. So I'll take Braxton Garrett as a dog. I think, you know, this is a coin flip game. I've got it priced at plus uh, 103. So I think there's some opportunity here. Like Zach Plezak, if you look at 2022, you know, some of the stat cast data, 15% tile, 15% tile, strikeout rate, 20th percentile hard hit rate. We're talking 41.5% hard hit rate. 
17% strikeout rate. That's so low. Uh, his walk rate's actually pretty good. So his K minus walks, strikeouts minus walks ratio actually looks pretty decent. But expected ERA last year was almost a full point over his real ERA. This guy's not really... I'm not real high on him. This year, he's got a couple of starts. Looks to be right in line with his last year and career average. Braxton Garrett, on the other hand, a little bit of a wild card, but he's a, a little bit better, I think. 34% hard hit, which is the 45th percentile. 21% strikeout rate, 60th percentile. Great chase rate. And you plug all that in and you look at it and you go, hmm, yeah, I don't think they should be a dog. So uh, give me the Miami Marlins for unit plus 120. We bet that at DraftKings. That was the best number available. There was some 15s and some plus 110s. So don't get those. Next one is the St. Louis Cardinals against the Seattle Mariners. This is going to be a unit two. Um, reason for this one, let's see. Steven Matz. I mean, look, I don't love this play because George Kirby is kind of like, he's 25. He's kind of maybe a stud. We're not sure yet. And it's hard to go against him with, a, with an old head like Steven Matz. But last year, Steven Matt's numbers were really good. He's not off to the best start this year, but I I think it's just due to a little... There's a little bit of regression because he's 30... Oh, he's not even that old. He's 31. That's pretty old. Um, But I think he can get back to form of last year. A couple of rough starts this year so far. Um, He's had, what, the Braves, the Pirates. He didn't pitch well against the Pirates. He... Walked five, two earned runs. That was last week. Not great in five innings. But I do think he's can be a little bit better than what we've seen so far this year. And again, at plus money, it just doesn't feel like a, a the right price. Um, I've got this one priced again like plus 105-ish. Yeah, 105 and uh, you can get a plus 120 at DraftKings, plus 115 some places. Don't bet the plus 110 at Caesars. Don't do that. But otherwise, I think excuse me. Uh, I think it's a um, a good play. The other part of this is uh, do do do. Yeah, the other part of this is the Cardinals have been outstanding hitting against right-handed pitching. They're fourth. I have them ranked fourth in the league, all things considered. And when we talk about what goes into that number, uh, a whole bunch of stuff, but really we're looking at a lot of batting data from the last, well, 21, 22, and 23. 21, obviously, very light. Um 22 is the bulk of it. 23, we start to ramp up as we go. I mean, we're looking at OPS, BABIP, OBP, WOBA, weighted runs created plus, uh, a couple others. But, I mean, we crunch all those into a number and say, okay, are they good? (laughs) Who's the best hitting team? 
And uh, yeah, that's what we do. And then I've also been trying to track like how much it changes because like lefties will change a lot more because there's less plate appearances. So I just wanted to track that stuff. Uh, so I just started doing that the other day. So I'll uh, update as we see changes. So anyway, they got it. They're really good against right-handed pitching. Bullpens may be slightly worse than the Mariners, but both of these pitchers will try to go, you know, somewhat deep into the game if they can. So give me the Cardinals at uh, plus money. I think that's a good bet. I'd probably plus one ten is probably the floor for that. I, I would not bet it past. I wouldn't bet it at plus one ten. The fifteen I can bet. The ten I can't. Same thing with. With Miami, really. Let me pull that back up real quick. Yeah, I mean, Miami, I'm I'm only going to play at one, plus 115. And there's so many books that have it available at plus 120, plus 115. That it really shouldn't be a problem. It really shouldn't. Uh, the third game we are looking at is, what is the third game? Uh, the New York Mets. Oh, this is a good one. New York Mets on the road against the San Francisco Giants. I bet minus 104 at FanDuel for the Mets. That's the best number around. Uh, there are some minus 110s, minus 108s. It's kind of all over the place. But the New York Mets, they play 10-15 tonight. And on the mound for the Mets, you've got Joey Lucchesi. Lucchesi? I'm not sure how to say his name. It's been so long. This guy hasn't pitched since 2021 season. Went down with Tommy John. Thought he might never, like, just might never get back to the MLB. On and on, he's been pitching in AAA, and now he's back with the suspension for Scherzer. And somebody else got hurt uh, over there that they need. They need some help. So, Lucchesi steps in to get the job done. Anthony Desclafani on the other side for the Giants. Um, and I don't know how I really feel about Desclafani. I mean, remember, what was it, 21? Was it 2021 or 2020? And I think it was 21 where he was just, like, incredible. And I guess he got hurt. And, well, anyway, here we are, 2023. He hasn't walked a batter yet, which is pretty cool. But I just don't think he's the same Desclafani that that you know we're used to. He's thirty three. He's getting a little bit older. Um, Joey Lucchesi, by the way, not really somebody we look at and go, "Oh yeah, he's going to be a stud." Like this isn't like, "Oh, he's a stud play." This is just I think he's pitched well in AAA. I think he'll have a relatively Okay time. The Mets have a good bullpen, so if Lucchesi comes out in three innings, which he very well might, two, three, four innings, who knows, we can lean on the bullpen and we can still get the job uh, done. Giants also not very good hitting against lefties. I have them ranked 20th, um, and so that's exactly why I'm going to take a shot. I think we're getting a big discount on the Mets tonight because of the pitching situation. He hasn't pitched since 21. In the MLB. Um, so I think we're getting a discount. And I'll I'll 
take a shot with that because I think the rest of the team is good enough that I won't say it's not going to matter, but it matters less. And that's going to do it for us here. Steadypicks.com. Remember on Twitter, it's the best place to, uh, to find me at steadypicks underscore Tom. I've been trying to do a really good job tweeting out the link with the models and the picks and the show, uh, which I did yesterday. So everything should be all in one place, uh, which, you know, I think it's a nice way to, to follow along. You can click the link, you can get the picks, you can see the models. You can click over to Twitter. You can click over to the podcast. These episodes aren't very long, so... You know, it's a nice, easy listen while you're doing that every day. And uh, I appreciate everyone who does listen in every single day. It's quite the grind to be doing this every day, but I wouldn't have it any other way. So thank you so much. Appreciate everybody's time. And we will see you on Monday. Have a nice weekend. Go uh, get the NASCAR picks in, get everything else in. Oh, boy, I forgot to make the disclaimer about the weekend, but. Have a good weekend. Watch some NBA playoffs. NASCAR. MLB. Oh, boy. So much to do. Thank you so much. Enjoy. Enjoy.